What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the TT Podcast. It's episode number 28. Today, I am joined by Prince. Hey there. And Dave. Hello. Uh, so, we've got a little bit of news to talk about. Uh, nothing too incredibly amazing, but we're certainly going to go through it anyways. Uh, sorry we've been gone for two weeks. Obviously, I said, hey, totally be there next week, but not the week after. And so we weren't there next week, and we're totally here now. So that's what I get for opening my mouth. Uh, but on to the news. Um, for So it seems that for Resident Evil 7, 1 in 10 players have used VR. That's what do we think uh, 1 in 10 RE7 players across all platforms. Well, I mean, it, the only platform using VR is um, PlayStation. I know, but uh, Resi 7 also released on Xbox One, which is to say that more than 1 in 10 PS4 players have used it. Uh, because there are, uh, in that 10, some of them are Xbox One players, right? Interesting. Well, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> See? This is how much I've been paying attention. Um, I, I did... It's people that have agreed to upload data, but I don't know if it's just PlayStation players. I think it will just be PlayStation players that have used VR as there is no VR on the Xbox One just yet. Uh, yeah, I, I know that, but it's the, um, the, the statistic is 9.48% yeah. of all it, players. It's really strange how they, they pull up these numbers out of thin air. It's like, hey, one in ten players have played Resident Evil Seven on VR. What system? Yeah, no, yeah. It's just saying of all players that they have recorded in their yeah. Database. So the 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 statistic is indeed, uh, it seems, all players across all platforms for the overall number of players. Well, there should have been a bit more specific instead of getting our hopes up. Yeah, right. But. Uh, <laughs> So that's actually, that's even more impressive because, yeah, not not all players are on PS4. Though, I would yeah. guess as things go with um, exclusives, you know, the PlayStation 4 has sold, you know, twice as many units as the Xbox One or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I'm sure they were, uh, the lion's share of players were probably on PS4. Mm. This oh, is a more interesting well, case of... This is a more interesting comparison uh, because on PS4, VR is exclusive, but on Xbox One, you get Xbox Play Anywhere, which means that if you buy the Xbox One version, you get a PC version along with it for the same price. So, I mean, included. I didn't know that. So that's one of the benefits in this case for buying an Mm -hmm. Xbox One. So people who have both and perhaps a PC as well might be looking at that and have a harder choice than usual, especially if they were considering maybe I'll one day get VR. But the Xbox um, Play Anywhere is more value to me now, so they might have had uh, mm-hmm. a more difficult choice there. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't even know that it had the Play Anywhere. I mean, it's I've funny. not tried this Play Anywhere, so I think it's um, kind of interesting. It's probably Sony having um, money in the marketing budget um, mm-hmm. because there there are plenty of people that probably didn't even realize that the game was coming to Xbox One and thought that it was actually an exclusive to PS4. Uh-huh. And then how many people like me had no idea that, you know, there was a play anywhere with the Xbox One copy because 
obviously Sony's not going to sign off on any marketing that includes anything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is not to say that it doesn't exist somewhere. But... Oh, dear. Katie Powers so... has been delayed. Oh, no. What? <laughs> it's <laughs> a really strange, by the looks of it, matchmaking game. Aw. Yeah. What's it called again? Kitty Powers Matchmaker. Our uh, our hearts go out to the developer, and we hope <laughs> that they uh, they they recover and get the game out soon. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, anyway, so one in ten. How how does that sound? Does that sound good? With them putting it over all bases. Not really, because they're for, for all systems, and the VR is only on one system at the minute, which is PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So they've not really been specific with it. So yeah. it, it is impressive in a way, but it's not overall. Well, considering how um, slow the uptake of VR is, um, and how small the install base is, to say that you've got almost 90,000, well, you've got probably at least 90,000 players using the, uh, PlayStation yeah, VR look, for your game. That's pretty good. I'm, I'm looking at the uh, updated numbers, and right now it's uh, 116,000. Well, there you go. Uh, out of a total 1.2 million. That's wow. Better, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's pretty good. 9.37% of all players. Oh, that's well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, so it, it's gone down a little bit, but, it, you know, it's it's pretty close. Um, and it's funny because it's like, I feel like in one hand it's like, oh well, how does that reflect on VR? Um, but in some ways, I think it's maybe even more a reflection of Resident Evil, mm-hmm. um, just because. So you know, one point two million people have actually shared this information. Yeah. Uh, out of the however many millions actually bought the game, which is interesting in its own way. Uh, but it, it kind of suggests to me that a significant portion of the player base, you know, let, let's say, you know, what maybe three, four million units. Mm-hmm. So that's what four, three, four hundred thousand people have played it using VR. Uh-huh. Possible. And if you, yeah, possible. I mean, these numbers are not going to be exact because it doesn't include everybody. Um, but if you extrapolate it out a little bit. Um, it, it suggests that, um, and and of course, you know, it's these people have maybe played once, not necessarily the whole thing in VR. So mm-hmm. there's that too. Just um, um, a little bit of additional data um, mm-hmm. from a quick search. Uh, data from the end of la- or articles from the end of last month, but the mm-hmm. sales at two and a half million and seventy three percent of uh, retail copies were sold on PS4. Um, so it lends a little bit more weight to PS4 there than usual. Yeah. Um, not really. I suppose it's still your same two-to-one kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. So you still get sort of similar numbers, um, which actually, you know, if you go by those numbers and extrapolate, that's still a really high attach rate for uh, PlayStation VR mm. for this game, which is... yeah. Cool. I thought it's closer to three to one, so that's good for PS4. 
Yeah, again, I'm, and I'm sure part of that was the marketing. Hmm. I've not actually bought Resident Evil. I've not actually played a Resident Evil game since Resident Evil 2. <sighs> That's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel like at some point when I have time, it's going to be a... a a beer and a Resident Evil day. I'll just pick like a random Sunday and just start first thing in the morning. I'll be pounding beers and playing Resident Evil. <laughs> uh, no. I've also heard that Resident Evil 7 is actually really easy. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, the enemies don't look to be uh, particularly threatening aside from the main cast of bosses, sort of. But The family. Yes. Yep, the family. Yeah. In other news, uh, the so it looks like Deus Ex is going on hiatus uh, because Square Enix is going to be working on Marvel games. Um, the Crystal Dynamics people um, and what is it? Eidos Montreal will be working on uh, Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy, I believe, respectively. Um, so, unfortunately, that's bad news for Deus Ex. Uh, but, you know, we're going to get some superhero games. Yay! Bear Sex is a little bit down in the dumps at the moment because back before uh, Mankind Divided, they mm-hmm. announced this Deus Ex universe and then they released one or two mobile games that none of the console players cared about because they didn't do a console port or beta port. And then, yeah. um, then they released Mankind Divided with the, on the back of a very bad pre-order campaign and um, sort of a foggy DLC outlook. Um, and I don't think it's been, it's sold as well as they would have hoped. No, I, I don't think it did. I mean, we haven't heard any numbers, which is unfortunate because, you know, that game, yeah, that's what August. Usually somebody drags those numbers out, even if it's just to be like, man, that didn't sell nearly as well as we'd hoped. The fact that we haven't heard anything is probably an indication that it didn't even come close. Um, Last year or the year before, Square Enix is kind of prominent for saying things about their games not selling as well as they'd hoped. Like um, Tomb Raider comes to mind. So I guess they uh, maybe learned their lesson. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I mean, they shared numbers for Final Fantasy, didn't they? Uh, of course, the shared numbers for Final Fantasy, but that's a different subject altogether. Yeah, certainly. Um, but I don't know that they share ever shared the numbers for uh, Tomb Raider either, which most people agree probably sold uh, fairly poorly. On the both consoles, or just one? Um, fairly poorly on Xbox, as far as I'm aware. Um, if I remember, is it the new one we're looking at? Yeah, the the newest one. If I remember correctly, the I think it like barely made it onto the MPDs that month, um, which is kind of unfortunate, and because it, it was the day that uh, Fallout Four came out as well. Um, um and then like uh, the next week was some other gigantic release, uh, and then uh, with the PS4 launch uh, version, if I remember correctly, it got screwed again. Right. I can't remember what it was, but... I've got it here. Yep. Uh, Now, the Xbox One sales were soft Mm -hmm. due to the Fallout 4 day. It was launched the same day. 
basically. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit, I don't know, however, I don't because they're completely different genres, different audiences. Yes, they are completely different genres, but everybody... If you're given the choice, Rise of the Tomb Raider or Fallout 4, you're going to pick Fallout 4. Well, and I don't I, like Fallout games, and I'd pick Fallout 4. Well, I think I think maybe more so, and this is way off topic, but I think maybe more so, I think you're drawn, the audience is not necessarily, say, RPG players versus action-adventure players mm-hmm. so yeah. much as it is uh, classic gamers. You know, they, I think they're pulling from the same sort of mindshare of, you know, who, who necessarily picks up Fallout 4. It's not necessarily the general audience. It's, you know, people who, you know, have played video games well, for a while, probably. By the end of 2015, friend. the game had, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider had sold over 1 million copies. Mm-hmm. Isn't that more uh, than the number of Xbox Ones that sold? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's unfortunately not a great number either because I think the first one ended up selling it's not you know, really um, million. in the UK Rise of the Tomb Raider suffered uh, lower than expected sales only selling 63,000 units that's mm-hmm. less than two thirds of its predecessor yeah um, gaming journalists have did attribute it to the fact that the game were released on the same day as Fallout 4. Um, whereas I mean, Rise of Tomb, digitally, Rise of the Tomb Raider was actually the best-selling game during the Christmas period. Huh. Um, and again, if the Windows version has allegedly, and I will say this in close brackets underscored, allegedly sold three times the amount what the Xbox One version did. For some reason, I can't find PS4 stats. So it, led, so it sounds like if it sold three times as much and the Xbox One version maybe sold about a million, you're still only looking about four million, which is yeah. maybe flat to the previous entry. Yeah, and the, the million copies was by the end of 2015. So that's not, that's not too bad. Um, so it could have done better. Um, it could have gone a lot better, but it's how people look at games. I mean, if you're given the choice of an action-adventure game like Tomb Raider, which is it's basically the same sort of thing, whereas Fallout 4, again, it's the same sort of thing as all the other Fallout games, but it's got mods and stuff. What are you going to pick? You're going to yeah. pick Fallout. I feel like the statistical comparison is a little bit blinded because, um, yeah. as much as it is, um, everyone wants obviously Fallout. The um, Fallout is. Uh, I actually don't know what genre Fallout's in. Um, well, it's a, it's a Western RPG. Well, it's it's one of them, and Tomb yeah. Raider is an action <laughs> adventure kind of game. Yeah. yeah. Two totally different genres, but it's how people perceive games. Right, so um, the thing is that even though people like to point the finger at Fallout and blame that, not only did Tomb Raider release as a platform exclusive on the more minor platform, 
but also yeah. it's releasing on the next gen when the next gen is still relatively fresh. So the install base compared to N5 oh. PS3 Xbox 360 is much smaller. So oh, say yeah. it's slightly smaller sales is actually a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get that. Yeah, I, I think it's just one of those, like I said, it's a mindshare thing. Um, if you think about it, like if you went to somebody and you were like, hey, did you know that there was a new Tomb Raider? People probably, you know, so a, a lot more people I would imagine would know that there's a new, that a Fallout came out a year and a half ago, that there's been two uh, Tomb Raider games in this rebooted series, you know? Has that? What, two games in the, the rebooted uh, Tomb Raider? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've got, uh, about. <laughs> you got Tomb Raider and then uh, what, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I just thought it Rise of the Tomb Raider, sorry. Nope. Um, so anyways. The other one came out last generation, that's why. It's uh, completely off topic anyways, because we are talking about Marvel games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the death of Deus Ex. Well, or, or that, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, does this sound like a good trade-off? Yeah. Actually, it does. I quite like Marvels and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Depends if they can make it well, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. So the Avengers game, I, I can kind of see where that would go. I mean, it's a smash and beat them up, whatever thing, and it should work fine. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy thing kind of had me scratching my head, though, because it's like, what kind of game would necessarily work? And it's like what comes to mind is the kind of game that Telltale would make, and they're already making one, yeah. you know? Um, so it, it's got me a little bit curious what they'll actually end up doing with Guardians. I feel like based on past experience, I do not expect much from the Guardians of the Galaxy game, but it's a bit unfair mm. to, to damn it before they've even shown us anything of it, but I just don't expect much. The truth is. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a licensed game, and being realistic, if you... uh grew up before before a certain period licensed games never really turned out very well so and if um, you can't make a good game out of the wealth to choose from in batman like mm-hmm. i mean up until recently obviously but if yeah. so many have tried and failed um yeah then to choose from an what an hour and a half to our film and that's your yeah. source material come on good luck yeah yeah that that will probably be a little bit tough but um I, you know i the studios working on it are actually good studios. I mean, Deus Ex reviewed well and Tomb Raider reviewed well. So regardless of how well it's sold, they make solid games. Mm. Um, and this is a new era where people actually understand that this can work too. It used to be, well, you're only going to get so much out of it anyways, but this is a, is a post, you know, Arkham series world where you, you can make a, a comic book game and it can work. You know, hmm. you can but put budget into it. The other if thing I was Lego can do Marvel games and oh, there's that all too. the Avenger <laughs> games, then I'm pretty sure Square Enix can pull it off. Yeah, I uh, so. I've got a feeling they could. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, it, it's one of them things. If they do it, brilliant. If they don't do it, oh well, try again next time. Right. Yep. Hmm. Uh, the. PlayStation 4 is getting a firmware update soon-ish. It's going to be 4.5, what was it, uh, Suzuki? Um, And there's going to be all sorts of stuff coming in it. Um, 
The most notable is going to, well, one of the notable ones is going to be uh, boost mode, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to basically add some juice to your GPU and CPU uh, if you happen to be playing on a PS4 Pro mm-hmm. and hopefully give you faster load times and better frame, work, frame rate. That's for the games that are not, don't have a PS4 Pro patch. Correct, yeah. It's for games that don't have a PS4 Pro patch. And they did specifically, uh, at one point, I believe, mention that uh, if it's not working out so well, if the game is not playing properly, you may want to turn it off. So okay. there's that, too. Uh, we also have external hard drive support up to 8 terabytes. Uh, which you'll be able to connect with a USB 3 port so you can move your stuff around pretty quickly. Um, hmm. Are we going to make were... use of this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to make a lot of use of this. I've got over yeah, 200 right. games sat waiting to download. Jeez, mm. that's a lot. So I'm really looking forward to it. Then I've got the 20 games I've got on disc. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Goodbye Christmas, goodbye social life. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll actually go through the trouble of hooking it up. I've got a two terabyte in my PS4 now. However, I do have like 150 gigs left of my two terabyte drive that I have in there. Oh, dear. So, yeah. So, I'm running out of space. I think at this point, two terabytes is kind of a sweet spot for buying storage, whether it be internal or external. Um, yeah. And I suppose external, you could probably get a four. I'm mm-hmm. sure that eight gigabyte will in the future be affordable, so it's future proofed in some regard with that. That's a good thing. I bought a two terabyte hard drive the other week for just short of £75. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Yep. And it's Not a bad. USB 3. Of course. Yeah. Yep. I'm quite happy with it, and I can use it when I want. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, every whatever you have on there is supposed to show up on the main screen, just yes. as if it was on the internal yep. hard drive. So that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you will also be able to use screenshots for your background wallpaper, which is awesome. Um, the quick menu that pops up when you press the jewel button uh, is going to be uh, smaller and take up less of the screen. Good. Um, yeah, the notifications list is going to be simplified. Uh, I think it's just going to um, trim it down a little bit to more important things, uh, but we'll see how that actually shakes out, if it's actually more practical. Uh, and then you'll be able to post directly to the activity feed. I I, I don't really care, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. No, I have no need for that. Right. Um, and then finally... Uh, PSVR owners will be able to watch 3D movies in stereoscopic 3D uh, on their PSVR headset, which is probably one of the neatest things on this list. Um, Hold on. <laughs> let me get the banners out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's kind of a dumb thing, and realistically, you know, the, that whole 3D thing is kind of dead, but... Um, Unfortunately. It is... Yeah, but it, it is actually pretty neat that they managed to figure out a way to make it work, and realistically, in a way that is still probably cheaper than a 3D TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. 3D TVs are very hard to find these days. I think there are only two manufacturers that make them. Prominent manufacturers. Yeah. And they're so maybe, support, as I understand it. Maybe maybe this is the future of uh, 3D movies. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I'd love to see more 3D support in PSVR because I never got to play Prince of Persia trilogy in 3D, and I would quite like to. I'm obviously not going to get a 3D TV at this point. Time, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it would be nice to have the option. Uh, speaking of games in 3D, um, I, I just did you see the thing about uh, Portal on uh, what was it, the HoloLens? Oh, I didn't hear. Yeah, somebody managed to make uh, you know some kind of Portal game. It's actually Portal run on Hololens, and so you can shoot like portals at the wall and the floor and stuff. And uh, wow, that's have a companion cube come out. That's cool. Um, yeah, no, it was just a really neat thing, and I was like, ah, oh, man, this stuff is cool. <laughs> yeah, that's augmented reality, perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then. Uh, so, any any thoughts on this? Any particular feature you're looking forward to, aside from the uh, HDD support? Hard drive. Mm. Yeah. I'm looking for. I don't have a PlayStation VR. I'm not going out to buy one until they're about twenty dollars. Mm. I wouldn't count on that. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> but... oh, well, you might be able to find one on eBay. Who knows? Like a broken one. <laughs> Yeah, you know. The screen alone costs more than that, so. Yeah, right. Um, I'm actually kind of interested in using screenshots for my background wallpaper, because half the time I'm not pleased with the uh, themes. Right now I've actually got the, I think it's the uh, 20th anniversary theme, Mm -hmm. uh, just because every other one, like, they just do kind of a bad job. Um, And, like, you can't see the icons or whatever, and it's just like, it it gets me kind of un- Unusually and in maybe even inappropriately pissed off about it. You know? I can't use text drop shadow. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, it's. I mean, it's one of the things that I don't really understand the need for. I mean, it's good because on PS3 we had it, so yeah, we mm-hmm. have it. But I've got about fifty PS4 themes at this point. I, all yeah. of them free apart from the one I got in Firewatch Firewatch bundle. Um, yep. But, like, 50 is not an exaggeration. I, I have so many, I have to delete them because it's taking up space. Like, I have maybe <laughs> I have maybe 20 installed and, like, the other 30-plus not installed. And yeah. it takes time to just to scroll through them. There's so many. I'm not boasting. They're, like, all free themes that you can get. Um, yeah. It's just See, a ridiculous like amount that's theme. available. I do like the theme, but I've got a theme on mine at the moment, which uh, everybody yeah that's a quite actually um is that the one with the um windmill what are they called the sirens yeah i oh, wasn't a huge fan of that it's kind of... um and when it changes its dynamic theme uh it changes to a little it goes from dream oh that must from... be the paid theme right Okay, yeah, I never got that one. It goes from pouring to just raining a little bit. Okay. And that day, <laughs> um, game itself is really beautiful. Yeah. So to invoke yeah, that in a theme is, is perfect. Actually, one of the journey themes I have, I think it's a static theme, because, uh, again, yeah. it's a free version, but um, the music yeah. on it alone is, is excellent. Uh, you get some themes that... A dull and quite boring, and you're like, well, why did they even think that? But mm-hmm. then you get some themes that hit you, and you're like, wow, 
Mm-hmm. And that's how I yep. dealt with that one. Yeah, Order 1886's themes are pretty cool. Yes. Like I've Victoria got, London. Um, in my living room, okay. behind my TV, a poster of the Order of 1886. Ah. It's a, still a stunning game. Yes, it is. So, basically, the best thing about themes, custom music, custom sounds. Because, um, yeah. you know, like, yeah. when you're moving about and selecting things, you get sounds. Oh, yeah. Like the Resident Evil Seven theme? No, not Resident Evil. The Resident Evil Anniversary theme has like a sound that's like a classic Resident Evil sound when you select things, um, mm. or when you move about one of the two. Um, and that's yeah. the kind of stuff you can't get by just putting a screenshot as a background. That's it's kind of missing all the great things about a theme. And also, a lot yeah. of themes have two images or two dynamic images, so one on the bottom and one on the top. Um, yeah. So I don't think screenshots will offer you a double. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining maybe it'll be, like, stretched, and so you'll see part of it up and down, or whatever, I don't know. Awesome. We'll see. We'll see how it works. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I've got some really awesome pictures um, from Aos. I'm going to see how that goes. Good, um, yeah. If you don't have good pictures <laughs> on your PS4 at this point, you've been missing opportunities. Yes. Yeah. I've got thousands. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... Mafia 3's got uh upcoming DLC scheduled. Um you know more about this than I do, Dave. Uh what's going on? Yeah. Um well we've had all the free DLC and the family kickbacks for Christmas, custom horse racing. Uh, sorry, mm. custom riding racing around Christmas. Now they're actually finally bringing out the first of the three story expansions. And the one that's coming out in March is called Faster Baby. Uh, There has been some bits, I would say, released about this, but it's more like leaked a little bit because they don't want to give too much away. Mm -hmm. Uh, What they've given away is fast cars, dramatic chasers, epic stunt driving. Uh, You've got to join forces with Lincoln. Again, obviously, he's the main character. Um, take out the corrupt sheriff who was terrorizing civil rights activists. What? Oh, Wait, corruption? It, when yeah. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's New Bordeaux, baby. Oh, yeah. It happens yeah. anytime. But I'm actually really looking forward to the DLC for Mafia 3. I really enjoyed the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I have to say, probably the biggest problem was driving around the city, and it sounds like they're uh, going to make that fun. So Yes, they are. The problem for me was I had to play it three times to put on the bloody thing. Mm, yeah, I think you have to play at least twice, right? Yeah, twice. Twice. Not three times. Twice. Mm-hmm. I messed up on my yeah. first one. Whoops. But hopefully one of them was just enjoying your own pace, and maybe one of them oh, was yeah. like a speedrun. The last one was a speed one. Hmm. So you get something extra out of it. From a, yeah. Like that. I enjoyed everything about the game. I actually didn't skip any cutscenes either. On, okay. I don't think, if I remember rightly, I don't think you could skip the cutscenes. But oh, on Jesus. the uh, on the, my final playthrough, I just really wanted to skip the cutscenes to get it all out of the way and get the platinum. Yeah, of but course. I enjoyed the game. First time I played it, I thought everything was beautiful about it. So this DLC is going to add a bit more. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so there's that. Uh, there's going to be so that's uh, end of March. Uh, in May is supposed to be Stones Unturned, and then July is going to have Sign of the Times. We do have a, a write-up on the site for all of that with a bit of information. Not not too much information, just kind of a basic breakdown of what those entail. Yeah, they don't really like giving much away, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, in uh, other open-world news, uh, as a public service announcement after March 6th, uh, GTA Online character transfers are going offline. Uh, so if you want to transfer your character from a PS3 or Xbox 360 to the newer versions of the game, uh, you want to make sure that you do that before March 6th, because after that, uh, that service is going to be gone. Yep, it also works for PS4 and Xbox One to PC. <laughs> they won't be doing that anymore either. The whole... Uh, character transfer will be scrapped. The reason they're doing it, mm-hmm. or they've not actually given a reason, but I think the reason behind it is the uh, people have been modding accounts on the uh, 360 and PS3 um. or GTA 5 for a long time now, and then just transferring the characters over to the PS4 and Xbox One. So the only way to actually work it out to stop it is stop the character transfers. Interesting. That's a much better reason than what I'd imagined. What yeah, right. did you imagine? Well, I thought they were just... Being, being a couple. Really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, I, I, can, I can see that being the only reason why they're doing it, as GTA Online makes them so much fair. money with people buying their... The uh, shark cards and everything yeah. else that they buy to play GTA Online. <laughs> it's a free-to-play service, basically, but to get up there fast, the easiest way is shark cards, which cost mm-hmm. money. So to stop people sort of exploiting all of that and just finding loopholes is... Stop the character transfers. Mm-hmm. It sucks in a way if you haven't got your character up to like hundred and you've not done all the online achievements. But yeah, sorry, achievements and trophies. But it does need done to stop and weed out all the hackers. You know, I feel really compelled to say something. But I'm gonna I'm gonna move past it. I'm gonna keep going. And, uh, no, please tell. What is it? Filthy hackers! No, leave us. I, mean, <laughs> I was I was going to make a comment about. Yeah. Um, anyways, so uh, moving on from that, um, so let's jump into the PlayStation Plus games for now. Um, so. We finally know what we're getting for um, PS Plus for February. Um, they should be up uh, as we speak, so you should be able to get a hold of these, and play them, and get trophies and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yes, all the good stuff. Uh, so, uh, PlayStation 4. Uh, it's worth noting that uh, the PlayStation 4 games, I think both of them are playable on, like, there's versions on the PS3, 
but these two games are not cross by. So you've got Little Big Planet 3, which has 38 trophies, one platinum, and a 2.32 ratio. And, and DLC. Yes, it also has uh, DLC. DLC, which uh, might put some off. Yeah, uh, if you're I going for that. that completion. Yeah. Um, and then there's also Not a Hero, uh, which has 12 trophies, no platinum, and a 2.46 ratio, um, mm. which is from Devolver Digital, I believe. Um, but it's uh, basically, it's like Hotline Miami, except it's um, sort of a 2D side-scrolling action game. Um, okay. It's much more about shooting than it is melee stuff, and it doesn't quite have the same feel. But uh, the sort of ridiculous, fast-paced action is totally there. Uh, on PlayStation 3, you have uh, Starwall, which is crossed by with PS4. Uh, which has 23 trophies, one platinum, and 2.67 ratio. Um, have you seen this? I know nothing. No. Oh, God. I, I loved writing the news stories about this because it's such an absolutely absurd um, premise. Basically, you are a like this unicorn narwhal in space, um, and it the whole thing is like a, a multiplayer, um, almost couch multiplayer game, where you are trying to stab other floating star walls with your horn. <laughs> um, it just All looks right. like it's, it looks super psychedelic. Uh, it, it looks really trippy. Um, and then also on PS3, you have Anna Extended Edition, which has 15 trophies, no plat, and a 1.61 ratio, making it the easiest, uh, quote unquote, easiest game on the list. Actually, the um, star wall. EU version has an even higher ratio, so for those that are, you know, ratio Sweet. Maybe I'll have to jump on my other account. Oh, dear. Uh, what? I said. So on uh, PlayStation Vita, you've got uh, Ninja Senki DX, uh, which is cross-buy with PS4. It's got 18 trophies, no platinum, 2.08 ratio. Mm-hmm. And then Torquil... Cross-buy with PS4, 13 trophies, no platinum, and a 1.71 ratio. Mm. So, any interest in these? Um, uh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. I would oh. play It'll Be Planet 3, but I'm burned. At, the series has burned me now, so I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I, I tried playing the first Little Big Planet, and it just did not work for me. Um, it's just too floaty and whatever. Uh, I do recommend Not a Hero. I actually bought that one, and I don't feel bad about it. Um, it is a fun, witty game. Um, you serve uh, Mayor Bunny Lord as he tries to clean up the city of criminals by hiring a uh, sort of mercenary criminal to go and kill, basically the, his political opposition. Okay, <laughs> that he's he, that he's pretending are criminals. Mm-hmm. And then I, I do want to play uh, Star Wall. And maybe I'll figure out, I'll give uh, Ninja Senki a, a shot. Um, mm. But that one might be kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you'd be shooting for some quite difficult stuff there. Yeah. All right. So that's PS Plus out of the way. But wait, there are more trophies. Oh, no. Guys up for... trophies. It's the trophy game. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Wow, yeah, that was. Uh... That was something, huh? <laughs> that was absolutely 
Amazing. <laughs> hey, listen, okay? I put a lot of work into it. I, I will not be hearing this kind of bull. Okay, okay, okay. Well, okay. Should we should we try that again? Move. No, I'm I'm not going to try again. No, we're we're going to move along. We're just going to we're going to power through. Okay. All right. So, uh trophy game. All right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. You know the premise. We've got trophies. You got to guess the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you'll say the trophy name and read out the four options and um Yes. Everyone's up to, to you guys. What the, uh, oh, triangle. Can I yes. ask a silly question? Did we miss the topic of the week? Uh, we will see if we have time for that. Mm-hmm. I'm sat thinking. Have we? Mm-hmm. It feels like it, right? It yeah. feels like an empty episode. Especially okay. without AC. I mean, it sort of does feel more empty without Ace. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll be back next week. We'll see. I hope. Yeah. Anyways, time for the trophy game. Uh, in in the uh, spirit of the last episode, since we've got PS Plus games, I've once done once again done a list of uh, PS Plus mm-hmm. games. So we'll see how this goes. Right. <laughs> All right. Trophy number one. Is called Ghostbuster. Okay. Does it come from Anna, Not a Hero, Starwall, or Little Big Planet? I My guess know. is Anna. No question. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I've broken it. <laughs> what? Anyway, yeah. What? What's your guess? Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm making a little edit on the live sheet, and uh, I think I confused Dave. Oh, okay. See, I'm, I'm not looking at that. I down in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I think I'm going to go for Starwall. Okay. And Dave is going for Starwall. The answer is Anna. Of course. It's a mm-hmm. sort of semi-horror game, so... Naturally, a ghost theme would not surprise me. No. Um, though there was a uh, another um, ghost-based one. Oh. Um, yeah, in, in one of the lists, but uh, we'll, we'll save that for later. But it's not uh, in this quiz? Uh, no, it is not. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, okay, so, trophy number two. No damage. Does it come from Not a Hero, Torkel, Little Big Planet Three, or Ninja Senki? I'm gonna go for Ninja Senki. I'm gonna go with Not a Hero because you said it's like a hotline memory type frantic action, so I guess you wouldn't want to get shot. Uh there there is certainly a benefit to not getting shot in that game. However, the game is actually Torkel. Mm. Oh I don't know enough about that game. I don't know anything about it. I've never heard that game. Yeah, it's um I I actually I don't I don't know what the game is, to be completely honest. It looks like some kind of weird colory moving thingy. I, I don't know, like a puzzle something. I mean um, if we're honest, um we're kind of past the days of PlayStation Plus where everything was really 
interesting. I'm not going to say that indie games are not good, but you're looking at a selection of games that really aren't something that you would have played. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you do end up with um, some good ones. I mean, Little Big Planet three, even though it's not really our thing, is still a popular game, and Not a Hero is a solid choice. Star mm. Wall is, I think, pretty good, but. Yeah, it's not not what it used to be. It's not like, oh my god, I need to play all of these, you know. All right, number three. This place shall become your grave. Does it come from Not a Hero, Little Big Planet Three, Star Wall, or Ninja Senki? I'm gonna say Not a Hero. Then I'll and go with I'll Ninja. And Prince is going with Ninja Senki. The answer is. Star Wall. Ah, uh, what? Well, because it's a it's a like a dueling game. Oh. So ah, right. <laughs> um, number four, Biggie and Smalls. Does yeah. it come from Not a Hero, Ninja Senki, Little Big Planet Three, or Anna? I'm gonna say Little, Little Big Planet Three. Sounds <laughs> little big like. Because I know that they have multiple size characters. I'm. If we're going for the same choice, we just have to uh, hope that we're both correct. You are both correct. Excellent. Yeah, one of the one of the characters toggle can switch sizes. Oh, oh. I, I didn't know that. I just got it right by chance. Yeah. Number five, Sherlock. Does it come from Anna, Starwall, Not a Hero, or Little Big Planet Three? Did you say Sherlock? Yes. Well, I'm little big, funny, very. Huh? He uh, he said little big. That means I will go with something else. Um, I will go with Anna, I suppose. You are correct. It is Anna. Oh, what what luck! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what deduction? Elementary, huh? my dear Watson. Uh, it's actually so, and it's it's kind of a dumb trophy. You have to use the examination something or other a hundred times in a single playthrough. That's just a day in the life. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I'm uh, going through a uh, ghost-ridden house or whatever, I stop and look at everything. Mm-hmm. Of course. Number six, moon on a stick. Does it come from Torquel? Not a hero. Star Wall or Little Big Planet Three? I think I'm gonna say Star Wall. Then I will go with Talk. All right, and the answer is Little Big Planet Three. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Big, you betrayed me. How did it betray you? It's called Little Big Planet. The yeah. entire thing takes place on like little planets and things. Yeah, but. I didn't know that there'd be a moon in that. I, if I'm not mistaken, Honestly. I think I think your like home base is actually a moon. Well, in the first few games, the home base is the Earth, and the moon is like your creator's um, right pad. Yeah, but yeah, that's what it is. It's not on a stick, certainly. It's actually, if anything, it's on strings, if I remember. But definitely not on a stick. Maybe that's what three off. Maybe they put it on a stick in three. Yeah, maybe they had to cut the budget and they couldn't conceal that it was suspended, so they just had a visible put it on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> the chicken is too expensive. Right. Number seven. Tanuki soup. 
Starwall, not a hero, Ninja Senki, or Anna? Ninja Senki. Uh, that is the obvious joke. What's our score at the moment? Uh, right now... You're winning, let's uh, put it that way. You've got three points. Uh-huh. Dave, I think, has one. I do okay. have one. But in fact, if you only think, I could say I have ten. Yeah. <laughs> Seven questions. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I was going to go with Ninja because it's Tanuki. Obviously, it's a Japanese mm. uh, word. But um, it would be immoral for me to go uh, for the same thing and not give Dave the chance <laughs> to make up something on the combat. So I'll go with... A winning combat. Um, I will still be one point behind. <laughs> what was it again? Tanuki... Uh... Tanuki Soup. Uh, soup. Well, I guess Star Wars because of a horrendous um, dark joke about extinction. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is actually pretty dark. Um, Dave is right. It is Ninja Senki. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, it, it also happened to have a uh, trophy called uh, Yokai Buster. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I was like, eh, that, that might be a little bit too obvious. Yeah, but definitely. then I went with Tanuki Soup anyway, so... Uh, who cares? Well, <laughs> kind of uh, entered the lexicon. Yeah, for games yep, yep. because of Mario. Yes, exactly, and that's kind of I think what I was going for. I think not that I put a lot of thought into it really. <laughs> um, there's, there's, yeah. I mean, when I think of Mario, I think of Anna, of course. Of course, yeah, absolutely. The two are uh, intri- intricately connected. I mean, uh, where do you think um, Luigi went? For his mansion. Yes, that would actually that would make sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. And now it is time for top of the trophy pops. All right. It is a rather lengthy list this time. Yeah. Uh, we've got seven different games on the list. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Unfortunately for Gravity Rush, uh, it has now been bumped off the list, which two weeks ago was at number one. Mm-hmm. So, so them them's the breaks, I guess. Two weeks is quite a while in these um, lists, there. So. Absolutely, yeah. Um, though there are a couple of games. Uh, there were only three games on the list from last time, and two of them are actually still on the list. So, mm-hmm. sorry, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> Coming in at number seven, uh, you got Digimon World Next Order, which came in, it squeaked in at spot number 50 um, with Rebirth, 104 wins. Uh, that's, a, that's a new entry on the list. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know that I would play a Digimon game at this point. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why that's so popular. I'm going to guess that it's good for trophies. Based on I, I guess. Yeah. Um, Day of the Tentacle is still on here. It's fallen three spots to uh, spot number 49, and it is the same, actually, the same trophy. It is Rap Sheet Trespasser mm-hmm. with 106 wins. So people are still uh, plugging away at that. Mm-hmm. Also, I think um, I was very wrong in my guess because nobody has completed it so far. So, uh, yeah. I guess people Maybe, just I don't love know. Digimon. That's cool. I'm glad that people like it. Yeah. If you're having fun, number five. Number five is Call of Duty Infinite Warfare at spot number 48 
I don't know if it's a, a DLC or something that hasn't fully loaded yet or whatever, because uh, it the the came up as unknown mm. with 109 wins. Uh, so it's either it's that or new DLCs. Yeah, it might not have fully loaded onto the site when I looked at this. So, uh, but it managed to sneak in at spot number 48 uh, with 109 wins. Um, this is the first time that it's been uh, on the list since November 8th. Well, that's a good thing, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, but no, on the bad side, it shows that DLCs still sell well. So, I mean, Call of Duty DLCs, which are infamously overpriced. Yeah, right. Number four is going to be Yakuza 0 at spot 45. The name of the trophy is Whip It Good. Mm. 113 wins, and there's one other trophy on here. Um, It's the first time that it's shown up on the list. Coming in at number three, Minecraft PlayStation 4 Edition at spot number 41. Also with an unknown trophy, so I don't know if something launched for that. 121 wins, and there's one other trophy. Um, I've got it in here as a a new entry, because I cannot confirm nor deny that it's ever been on the list before. Uh, But most certainly it's been on the list. It's it's Minecraft. It won't have. There has just been a new title update for it. Yeah. In the last week. And we weren't doing the list when it first released. Right, exactly. Coming in at number two, a game that I've never heard of, uh, Adventure Pop, came in at spot number 14, and the trophy's name is Pop, for popping 100 bubbles or whatever it is. Okay, that Uh, does sound a lot more like it might be for trophies. Yeah, uh, it's got 255 wins, and there's four other trophies on here. Uh, yeah, why do I make these bad guesses? No one has completed it either. Oh, it's, well, it's yeah, a free and, game, and and the ratio is kind of high. Oh, mm. is that what it is? Is it like yeah. a free to play or something? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, that Puzzle explains. Game. Yep. Oh, now I remember. I remember looking into this last week because, um, like I said, I look into all the free um things, and um, yep, I really didn't. It works a puzzle game, and I have had enough. So I. It wasn't for me. I'm not going to say it's bad or not, but uh, mm. it's a puzzle game. So, And then coming in at number one is Resident Evil 7 Biohazard at spot number one, playing it safe with 302 wins and 37 other trophies. This obviously moved up one spot to the number one spot. Um, mm. So a lot of people still playing Resident Evil, um, which is cool. That's good. good. But yeah. also there's um, sort of DLCs now. This, I think, the first free DLC. No, is it yeah. free? Yeah, the first small DLC. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of all the little DLCs these days. Yeah, they brought uh, uh, some... that out last week. Didn't they? The game's only yeah. been out a week or two, and they brought the first bit of DLC out straight away. Mm-hmm. That's good, right? <laughs> oh, that's okay. uh, that's impressive. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know what the DLC entails. You know, it could be a very quick little thing, you know. So, who knows? Mm. But that is pretty fast. Um, they've got, a, I think, a fair number of things set up for it, if I remember correctly. A bunch of different DLC, uh, but I have no idea what it is because, you know, I haven't played the game yet. So, <laughs> mm. um, I'll get to the DLC later. Definitely. Um, speaking of free um, things on PSN. I just remembered mm-hmm. I should have I should have made a 
notes on it before, but there's a bunch of uh, free things over the past couple of weeks that people might want to grab. Um, there's okay. a ton of avatars, um, predominantly for um, I Expect You to Die, which is that, um, you know, the sort of Bond parody. Bond. Yeah. And for Earthlock, there's too many avatars. Um, there's a theme, a free Yay. theme for Tales of Berseria. Um, I think that's the third one now. Mm. Um, and Adventure Pop, as we mentioned. Uh, let's see. Gravity Rush 2 has a Fantasy Star Online 2 crossover um, costume. Costume, yeah. So grab that. That's pretty cool. I didn't know about that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's quite a few things, really. Um, oh, yes. So there are three Tales of Berseria themes that released last week, and this new one has released this week. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll have to check those out. Uh, all right. So I, I think that's about it for us today. Um, we, we could jump into the uh, topic of the week, but we're already at an hour at this point. So maybe uh, we, we jump into something that's a little bit more um, exciting. So what have you guys been playing? Uh, Prince? Would you like guys like to go first for one? Sure, yeah. Uh, well, how about you, Dave? Lay it on us. I have been playing Peggle 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost all my save data. Oh, that's awful. So, how much? How much does one lose when they lose their Peggle Two save data? Is it like ten hours, hundred hours? Well, I think it's just unlocking stuff, um, uh, unlocking everything, and having about a hundred and five out of two hundred and forty of the. Level, uh, oh, okay. oh yeah, awesome. they're like uh, level challenges. Yeah, so you have to, you know, hit so many pegs or get this score, or stuff like that. Okay, yeah, and it's a pain. Um, so how did that happen? How did you uh, lose it? My PlayStation crashed. Ouch! And there was no uh, backup available. Nope. Did all the data. But Ouch. Yeah. Is that something that do you think could possibly happen to other people? Um, no, it was my system it just over. Uh, unfortunate. Yeah, these things happen. Um, I've also been playing quite a lot of hours of Angry Birds trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, about five achievements away from completing that, which is complete them all, all levels on three stars. I've just got seasons work on jeez uh, that sounds uh, like yeah. so much <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's a lot especially as I've got to do the golden egg levels as well mm-hmm. so there's still yeah, a lot I... to do on it but it was a game I started back in 2013 and I'd like to try and finish yeah, so is it is it one trophy list for the whole thing or is uh, it one separate trophy list for the whole game Okay, cool. Um, It's still a lot. It's a lot considering there's 70 achievements, so all trophies in the game, but on the Xbox store, they've removed all the DLC. Oh. Uh, So you can only buy the game now disc-wise, and Mm -hmm. still can't get the DLC. It's a game I started a long time ago on the 360. Now I've considered buying it for the PS3. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But considering all the work, give them money to list the achievements. Pardon? Yeah. Why? Why do you want to give them more money when they've delisted the achievement? Because I like it. But... Just play it again. I mean, who who doesn't? You know. Um, I've also actually been playing a lot of Guitar Hero Live. Uh, how's that going? Well, I've still not quite got my fingers working on the finger bits yet. Okay. Uh, so I've got it on really simple because all I do is strum. And I still cock that up as well. Well, you got to start somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's quite good. I mean, I get into a rhythm. Um, I can actually spend hours on there and only think it's been half an hour, 40 minutes. Um, and well, most I, importantly, how's how's the music? Amazing. Really, good. really good music. Um, the music on the game, there's, there's a lot of different genres on there. Um, you go from the Foo Fighters one minute to Marilyn Manson the next. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it swings, let's, let's just say that. But it's... I'm glad it's not singing. Yeah, right. It, it was, I was uh, easily my worst in uh, rock band was singing. I was awful. Lips I had made, was my worst singing. I, I legitimately had issues getting it to like register when I was singing because my voice is low enough. Um, that, like For whatever reason, when I tried to sing, it just wouldn't register. So, way to go. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, the last game that I've actually played as well um, is Uncharted 1 uh, mm. on PS3. Oh, okay. Mm. Classic. It's, it's an okay game. I'm not going to say it's amazing. La, 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 la. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's that good. Yeah, but to be fair, it's, what, a decade old now? It, it, it is a dated yeah. game, right? So I'm giving it that. Absolutely, but, yeah. I enjoyed parts of the story. Um, part I didn't enjoy was in one of the chapters where you go into this dark place and these creature humanoid things come oh, out yeah. of nowhere. Don't don't spoil it too much, but I know what you mean. Yeah, did they get you? Like scare you or? Oh, scare me! They hit me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> right. So. I- I'm going through this game on Cushion as well, and I forgot mm-hmm. that they're there. Oh, yeah. I get it. <laughs> twice. Oh, good. I mean, that's threat, right? That's funny. Yeah, I, I got it twice. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just did glad you... it's finished. Did you play Uncharted 4? No. No, I was, okay. going, to, I, I was going to play Uncharted 2, then 3, then 4, but... I don't really think I want to anymore. Interesting. Yeah, I was kind of curious how you would interpret Uncharted 1 if you had played Uncharted 4. Yeah, you know? see, I've got all the Uncharted games on the PS4 as well as the PS3. Um, yeah, yeah. I got them bought for me for Christmas. But yeah. I wanted to play the PS3 versions first because I've had them the longest. And I really... I love the story. I love the characters. 
Um, yeah. I just, the controls were clunky, the movements were, the movements just seemed slow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely not as, uh, I don't know, it, it's old. <laughs> yeah. I, I did play some recently, and because um, I, I had it, and I was I was bean diving, I think, um, and I was I was trying to play a little bit more before Uncharted Four came out, but yeah, I didn't really get around to it. I mean, if yeah, I did, it is a little bit. If I did play it again on the PS4, I would possibly enjoy it, maybe. But yeah, I they did I'll... fix some things on the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. They adjusted the yeah. controls in some of the games. Exactly. Well, that's good. I mean, as I say, the controls were clunky. Um, yeah. The definitely. jet skis as well. They were a pain. Yeah. Yep. So, but that's basically what I've been playing. Um, cool. So, I've been spending the past couple of weeks playing Tales of Berseria, mm-hmm. which is a uh, fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very much a Tales game. Uh so if you know the drill, you know the drill. Um, it is a very dark story. Like, it doesn't uh, get around. It, it can get really uh, kind of cruel and depressing at points. They quite often are, right? I mean, they have that bizarre, colorful cartoon out in that facade, yeah. and then underneath, they're extremely twisted, uh, strangely. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that Tales games are necessarily, uh, like kind of twisted uh, per se um they do have some odd stuff in them for sure uh, i remember with definitely... uh symphonia i watched um the anime and um the later like at the, in the beginning it's a delightfully simple story and then later on yeah. you've got these really weird like things going on like it becomes like a moral philosophy and all this stuff it's really weird yeah um <clears throat> i mean so just for comparison like the um the game literally starts with like death and destruction all around you so okay. it's like and, and you in prison and like it's it's like i said it, it is a really dark like there's you know the game i'm not going to say it messes with you per se but it definitely messes with the characters okay um there there are certainly things that it does where it's like um it like it's just not playing it it goes for a psychological punch mm. um the the characters i i played the game for like i don't know 40 hours i think at this point and i'm still kind of trying to figure out how the characters the main cast of characters come out being the good guys oh. you know um like you can kind of you can see where their struggle is and, and you can see where the bad guys are bad guys but you know the the motivation for many of these characters is like they're very much uh, an ends justify the means kind of group for the mm-hmm. most part and they do have a tendency to leave kind of destruction in their wake um so i'm kind of curious how it will twist that like all of this really serves the greater good or something or whatever because it's it's a very um focused almost selfish story mm-hmm. uh but uh, I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. Um, the game does play like most Tales games. The gameplay is pretty solid. Um, there's you know a decade's worth of like layers on top of that. 
Mm-hmm. I probably the most interesting thing. Well, uh, aside from the fact that if you played, um, well, it was last year's was it Tales of Zestiria? I didn't. I didn't quite like that one. If you didn't like that one, um, and you're a Tales fan, you'd almost certainly like this one. Um, but as I'm playing it, it's kind of interesting because it's it is a, a PS4 title, but the graphics are not like gonna blow you away or anything. However, like the the sort of finer details of the game are really interesting. They put a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you've played Tales games, they do a great job of sort of world building. Um, and giving everything a lot of character. Um, and even if, you know, it's not like the most beautiful game per se, like graphically, they, they create like sweeping vistas and vaulted ceilings and like architecture. That's actually really kind of pretty, despite how, um, sort of rigid the world construction is. Um, and, and that applies sort of to the music too. The music is, is gorgeous. The, voice acting is really good um even if at times it's like sometimes you kind of roll your eyes at <laughs> some of the stuff that's happening yeah um it, it is kind of uh melodramatic at points but a fun game i'm i'm enjoying it the trophy list is is awful <laughs> um it's much better than most tales games but it's uh it's still very much in that vein like get a character to level 200 and it's like i've played the game for 40 hours and my characters are at level 45 mm-hmm. it's um, that jrpg hang up yeah it, it is very much about that it's like you have to open 95 percent of the chests in the entire game and you need to see like 95 percent of the like little skits the little vignette things that they do throughout the entire game you need to amass a huge amount of money and upgrade a you know so much equipment and all sorts of stuff like that um so there's like so much meta game baked into the game it's a very gamey game mm. for lack of a better term um even to, it, thankfully and this is kind of nice uh if you go into the game stats where it keeps track of everything that you've done yeah. as you scroll down the list they actually have little trophy icons next to the ones <clears throat> that you want to keep track of okay. for the trophies yeah. yeah which is which is kind of nice um it's it's a good conceit that they're just like eh, whatever yeah we're just going to tell you up front these are the ones you want to pay attention to you know mm. i still so, to this really... day regret starting um infinite undiscovery mm. yeah right I've that's uh played any of the tales games mm, me neither, well, really uh infinite undiscovery is not actually a tales game right? no it's just a horrible jrpg list that that was an early 360 game yeah right and it was but yeah it's it's one of those games that is literally the the people make lists about the worst like games for achievements and that was regularly on the list i, I think people have forgotten about it now so it doesn't make it on the list as much yeah but yeah as i i don't even remember why but i remember it being a, a just complete nightmare of a I list mean... For example, the hardest, like the final boss, which is some like the hardest difficulty at the bottom of the secret dungeon, after the like hardest or the everything on maximum, um, basically, that's worth yeah. one one G one gamer score one out of a thousand. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, they're basically just like spitting in your face. Yeah, yeah, JRPGs can be uh, quite rough. Um, I, I took a look at. Um... 
how long to beat, and they said it's about a hundred hours to platinum this game. So I don't know if I'm going to get around to this. Uh, possible, not too bad for JRPG. Yeah, I mean, it, realistically, the list itself is not bad. It just takes a lot of time. Mm. Um, definitely if you're losing interest. And and as you play, everything is going up. But it's like you know, I've played for forty hours, and I think I've got like five trophies. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah. um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. I downloaded Neo today, so this I may just get to the ends of end of uh Berseria and just call it a day or who knows. Well that would be good to hear about as well, so Yep. Uh so that that's me. What what are you up to, Prince? Um a brief passing mention uh on the back of Uncharted. Um Uncharted 4's survival mode. Um I was warming to it and mm-hmm. then they nerfed the two best weapons, um, of which course. I forgave, and now they've nerfed everything. And then oh. it's just like, fuck it. Just, like, walk away. Like, it's done. No, you clearly don't want us to enjoy it, so fuck you. Uh, sorry. Wow, that bad. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> basically, I've gone beyond annoyed to rude. Um, and it doesn't happen very often for me, but um, in this yeah, case, say. it's... It's just awful the way they've handled it. Um, you're lucky if you got the trophies and finished this DLC um, earlier and never have to play it again. Because um, right now it's just arduous. Um, the fun yeah. that was there is dead, um, and now it's, it's not fun anymore. Um, it's a chore. Right. Yeah. It's like walking into um, a uh, what do they call it? Like a a dungeon, but you're mm. not a masochist, so you're not gonna have any fun in this at all. Yeah, um, yeah. I have to say that the way he put it is pretty apt. It's not, but it's not just a chore. It's like it's like a chore where you're cleaning up after somebody who just doesn't care mm, and yeah. is like actively making it more difficult for you. Mm. You know, it's like screw that <laughs> and the thing is it's not a competitive multiplayer mode like they're not no. making these changes to the competitive multiplayer they're making them to the cooperative multiplayer where people are supposed to be having fun together i mean they've missed that statement obviously that's yeah. that's not their prerogative anymore um, are they trying to encourage the cooperative cooperative play i don't know i mean the cynical part of me says it's got um paid um supplements in yeah. it so they are trying to make you buy the boosters, which is the most horrific thing. Um, which and, is probably at least partially a motivation for them. Yes. The whole yeah, exactly. I mean, when you can cheese it with the best weapons and the right tricks, um, then you yeah. need to buy the paid boosters, and then they're not making more money than the £40 I leg- legitimately paid them on release day, um, which isn't yep. enough for them, apparently. Uh, it's just oh, annoying me. I mean, you know, you buy a game on release day and you support it. You, you vote it game of the year, and then, you know, they're just kicking you down. Um, yeah, I don't know. I should, I should be less upset about a free DLC, but it's just the goodwill is being stabbed and turned into um, just something that causes grief. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm annoyed. I only meant to mention it briefly, but um, I yeah. pretty much I we worked on it for weeks in a row, um, 
making slow progress and enjoying it. And I mentioned it more than I mentioned it for us two weeks on the podcast um, about how our experience was evolving. Um, mm. But you know, that goodwill is gone. Um, yep. So on a more positive note, um, Arkham Knight Story DLC. I did the last ones, uh, Batgirls and Season of Infamy. Batgirl is the only one that has any real substance out of the um, Arkham episodes. I think that's pretty positive. Uh, A story about a, you know, tortured individual, literally. Um, Sorry, what do you mean? The Arkham Knight. Oh. No, you've lost me. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. It's it's Batman. Okay. We're talking about uh, on a more positive note, and we're talking about Batman. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, people die in this series, and uh, there are more villains than nurseries. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Shoes, yeah. Nothing about Batman. Yeah. Um, but the Batgirl DSC is okay. It's not good i would say but at least there is some substance there it's not as good as um uh, what was the first in arkham city i don't remember at this point it has a bit of exploration but it's a very small area realistically um yeah so it's not a subs- it, i wouldn't pay a lot of money for it i wouldn't pay more than eight pounds um yeah season of infamy has more substance to it but all of the um villains you chase and their arcs are pretty rubbish um pretty short um, that's unfortunate so it's okay i mean for that i would pay more than eight pounds but that's because there's six villains in it so like a pound yeah. each is not too much to ask but um it's yeah i mean i'm really disappointed if not sorry say again it's still a lot of money yeah the season pass is like 40 well i think it was 32 and of course, now you're getting a sale, but um, right. Uh, just in passing, I think they still haven't relisted the Scarecrow Nightmare DLC. So those PlayStation trophies are unavailable if you buy the game on a disc, because yeah, you might not get a code. Well, you might get a code, but if you don't get a code, if say for example you live in Brazil, I read a thread about a gentleman who lives in Brazil and didn't get the codes, basically screwed, can't get the DLC with good money, um, because it's not there. Hmm. And uh, Warner Brothers won't relist it. That sucks. So, unfortunately, I, I went back to the negative. <laughs> um, on the more positive again, I finished Batman Episodic. Um, you've also played that, right, Brandon? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I played the first couple of episodes, so unfortunately oh, I haven't... Gotham is I waiting know. for you. Yes, I know, but right now I'm, I'm playing as a... Um, pirate that is missing like half of her clothes while she runs around a fantasy world oh okay um yeah so well that's well real uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's not focus on that <laughs> um well that that, well, that, that is technically what i'm doing she's um, the so she's the protagonist in tales of bizarre yes okay. yeah the her, her name is Velvet, yeah, and her, her outfit is absolutely ridiculous. To mm-hmm. the point that, like, pe- uh, a priest was joking about, you know, how full of sin she must be. <laughs> One of the characters offered to, like, repair her clothes, and she's like, oh, great, if I ever need my clothes repaired, I'll let you know. It's like... Oh, dear. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I had um, 
I've seen her because she's got her own theme out of the three that released last week. Um, I thought that they'd made a theme specifically for her just to try and get more sales. But if she's the protagonist, I suppose it's somewhat warranted. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, she she is the main character. Hmm. And, and yeah, the it it makes a, a sort of sense. It's a long story. Hmm. Not not a big deal. Oh, you mean like um, a long story? Quiet in the yeah i was i was about to evoke that um and then you realize that that doesn't actually make sense and no one's gonna forgive her well i mean in this case it's a like she she can't feel cold anymore so she just doesn't care (laughs) yeah that's about as flimsy (laughs) yeah but they they they, it makes sense when it's a it is a fundamental element of that character it's a a through line in the story so (laughs) Um, so Batman episodic, um, good, pretty good. Not, uh, I, I, you played uh remote play. Yeah. Yeah. The... So, um, <laughs> I played it through, I played the first three episodes ages ago. Um, mm-hmm. and I was holding off on the fourth and the fifth cause I didn't want, you know, when you finish something and you, mm-hmm. that's gone. Uh, so I played the first three episodes again on remote play, um, just from the other room. Mm-hmm. And, um, it scales really well to remote play. The art style, um, just I don't know, it suits really well. Even in 360p or 360p, yeah. I guess I'm not used to saying 360p because who talks about 360p? But um, right, yeah, even at that lowest quality settings on the Vita's remote play, it looks pretty good. Um, and as long as you have a fair connection there, um, the quick time events aren't too bad. But um, Fair warning, if you get disconnected, um, the game won't pause, even though there's no controller connected, and the game will basically just continue to play itself, because as everyone knows, there are very few fail states in that game, so um, all the timers will clock down, and all the conversations will go default, all the combats will survive. So for for two minutes, uh, Bruce Wayne will say absolutely nothing. Yeah. Despite people constantly talking at him, they <laughs> yeah. will remember everything he didn't say. <laughs> Imagine if you did that in public. You just you just stopped interacting and you just went, oh, I ran out of batteries, sorry. <laughs> well, th- but not even just like you stopped interacting with people. Because you, you got to go with like people would just be like talking to you and you're not saying anything. But that's mm. not really what's happening. There's always like they zoom in for that weird sort of like side glance look that the main character does whenever they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they they make like this dramatic face every time. So imagine doing that in public. You're standing there. Somebody's talking to you. You don't say anything. You just make like a dramatic face every like thirty seconds. Wow, that that would be intense. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be something rather different. Um, mm. Say. Um, yeah. <laughs> so when I played those three episodes again on remote play, I was playing them as a different kind of batman bruce like you know they've got the morality system it's not really a morality system but um so you you played as the uh 1989 uh batman batman that drops people off of buildings and shit uh actually well i don't know if i i don't know if it's a spoiler to say um, i would say so you dropped a man off building no well there's a part of the start <laughs> where you can choose not to catch catwoman but I right. didn't do that because she's Catwoman. He's not going to catch Catwoman. 
Um, and and she's a cat anyway, so she'd land on her feet. So. Yeah, of course she'd survive. That was the first episode. So um, the way that the two paths play out in Batman, it's um, not like Infamous or like Mass Effect. It's not really worth. Is I wouldn't recommend it um, as a necessity. Um, like in Infamous Two, if you didn't play both paths, you basically didn't experience kind of. part of the game. Um, yeah, you can Batman. I mean, there are things that play out. There are parts of the game that you miss, but that's inevitable in the game because every conversation is um, a response that you miss. Um, yeah. So it's inevitable in some ways. There are scenes like where you get to choose to go as Batman or as Bruce and mm-hmm. uh, like other similar choices where the scene will play out very differently depending on which you choose. Um mm-hmm. But for the most part, they don't make a huge amount of difference. Um, the story is largely on a rail, and characters oh. are, for the most part, destined to go where they're destined to go, which is very unfortunate, especially in the case of Catwoman, yeah. who had a brilliant first three episodes. But after the first three episodes, you can basically say goodbye to Catwoman because they, they pretty much wrote her out. They didn't... I'm not going to say they... Um, I'm not going to say Spoiler what Spoiler alert! It's not she, really they, a spoiler, but she doesn't get much, enough appearance um, in the fourth and fifth episode, no matter what they, you chose. And you can choose some pretty different things. Either you can romance her, you can invite her to come to the manor. Like, you should have... I mean, the way you, you expected those choices to play out are completely different from how they do in a very disappointing way. Yeah, that sounds uh, unfortunate. Mm. But the Damn. central theme, the central <clears throat> antagonist... Um, not a bad resolution with Penguin. Not bad with Two Face. Not bad either. Um, hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's merit to it. It's just kind of spread out. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's one of those things. It's like it's great, but if you uh, pull it apart and look at the strings that hold everything together, it hmm. kind of kills it a little bit. Yeah. So maybe just play it once. And one of the things with Telltale Games, everyone has a different. Um, Opinion, which has different yeah. value, actually. I think it's agreeable to have different opinions on Telltale games, but I think you can either you can do it one of two ways: is um, play it and go with whatever your gut is like. And if you make a mistake, you live with a mistake. And the other way is play it and go with whatever your morals say, whatever you believe is right. So if you make a mistake and you think that needs to be corrected, you correct it, and you don't see how it plays out. You just fix it and see how that plays out. Um, yeah. So you only see the one reality, which is your moral reality. Um, <laughs> so in this case, I'd say Batman, episodic, play it once. Yeah. My moral play reality. I think Daily needs to go to bed, which is <laughs> yeah. good, because we're at the end of the show. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for sitting with us. We were all a little bit low energy today, I think. Uh, we're just getting back on our feet, though, um, because of how things worked out. Since Valentine's Day is a week from today, um, maybe on Wednesday, I think we might record another episode. Valentine's Day is cancelled. Oh, man, if only. Um, except that I'd probably go out of business. If <laughs> yeah, you'd lose a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did have a snowstorm uh, on Valentine's Day a couple of years ago. That was crazy. Uh, <laughs> that was a really tough day. We mortgaged the house. <laughs> the building, the business. Well, I mean, we opened. We actually, so like it, it snowed overnight, um, and we didn't open until much later than we normally would have, but oh. it worked out. So uh, that's a plus. Love um, prevails. 
uh, yeah. Omo, Omnia, Winket. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, hopefully we should be back on track. We'll be back uh, hopefully weekly with uh, new episodes. Um, and hopefully we'll get Ace back in here and he can um, cackle it up and whatnot. Uh, do his, his trophy pops the way he does it because he's way better at it than I am. Um, so until next week, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, bye-bye for now. Thank See you. you.